0: we preached through a book, it's really been a blessing um, for me. Um, Today we want to conclude uh, the book of Colossians, and uh, we're going to look at chapter 4 from verse 7 to 18. They're quite long verses just be able to uh, pick uh, a few areas that um, I I found uh, very very beautiful uh, to talk about and I know God will bless us together Uh, even as I the Lord uses me to speak the word of God uh, it's also my prayer that God will also minister to me Uh, praise the Lord And I also pray um, that God will also minister to you uh, in these last verses of uh, Colossians chapter 4. Now, um, thank you for those uh, our dear brethren who have read the word of God to us, and uh, also our sister who has read um, the word of God in Swahili. I think as she was reading, I, I found it very, very, very rich in Swahili that I, I just regret why I did not prepare in Swahili. Yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those words are so, um, they're very beautiful in Swahili. So, I'll just be able to uh, maybe read um, some portion of it in Swahili, even as we study this word of God together. Yeah. Shall we pray? Our heavenly Master, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you so much for this time that you've given unto us to share in your word, O oh God. I thank you, Lord, because uh, you will send; you will never send your word in vain. That it must accomplish um, the purposes why you sent it, O oh God. I thank you, Lord. Um, For the listeners, King of Glory, that you know each and every one of us, how we have walked in your presence through the week, Lord, in all our lives, O God, and Lord, for your word that says that you do not deal with us according to our iniquities. I thank you for your mercy and your grace, Lord, I thank you, King of Glory because your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our paths, oh God. I pray that this word will have a dwelling place in our hearts, that you may minister to us, Lord, and meet us, Lord, where we need you most, oh Heavenly Father. I thank you, Lord. This I pray, trusting and believing, in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, I just want to give a a brief recap of what our brother uh, preached about last Sunday, our brother Dan, Um, he preached to us uh, from uh, Colossians chapter 4, from verse 2, I think, to 6, verse 2 to 6. Yeah and uh, uh, the main thing that we got out of this place are was actually prayer. The importance of prayer. Why we should be able to pray the hindrances of prayer and praying for the ministers that they may speak the gospel with clarity. Mm. And, and many, many other things that um, our brother, the Lord used him to speak to us about. Walking in wisdom toward them that, uh, um, that have not known Christ, and redeeming the time. And that we should be able to walk not as unwise, but as wise. But let me let me just talk, uh, say something shortly about prayer and maybe ask you a question. The Bible says um, there that we verse 2 we should continue steadfastly in prayer being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Kiswahili nasema dumuni katika sala Mungu. Bile mtu mtuwambea sisi, pia ili mungu atupefusa ya kuubiri ujumbe wake, kuhusu siri ya kristo. Kwa jili hiyo, mimi niko sasa kifungoni. Basi yombeni ili niweze kusema kama inavyo ni pasa, na kwa namna itakayo dihirisha siri hiyo. Na swali langu leo ni Je tulidumu katika maombi kwa hiyo wiki iliyopita did we pray? Did we have time to pray? Were we watchful? Were we watchful in prayer? Did you have time in the presence of God? You know, in this book, we have learned a lot about prayer, and as you're going to see, even concerning our brother Epaphras, who was wrestling. Yes, that's what the Bible says wrestling in prayer for the Colossians. Prayer is very important, and I may not dwell much on that, Uh, and and, and our brother had already talked about this, but I will always repeat this, that may the Lord help us that we will not just be hearers, but also the doers, that we practice what the Word of God says. Now, there is that last part that, uh, for me, that was a takeaway um, uh, from verse five. I think so. It says, Work in wisdom towards outsiders, making the best use of time, let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to you ought to answer each person." J to Zungumuza vipi na Wenzetu katika hiyo wiki lio pita. Biblia inasema, mazungumuza yenu ya napaswa daima mema na ya kuvutia na mnapaswa katua jinsi ya kujibu vizuri kila moja. How was our speech with our friends, with our family members? Was it gracious? Was it seasoned with salt? ama ilikuwa maneno I pray that God may help us to speak, that our speech will be seasoned with salt. As Christian, no wonder the Bible says that we should walk in wisdom towards outsiders, even those people who have not, not known Christ. The way we speak, they are able to know whether we are born again or we are not born again. Now, that's just a recap of what we um, we learned last time. And today, we look at um, uh, chapter 4 from verse 7 to 10, and um, it has already been read for us. And this is the heading that I've given it, um, Gospel partnership, the gospel partnership. There are so many names that are mentioned towards the end of this book, and made me thought that Paul was not a Lone Ranger, even as he was speaking the gospel of Christ. He had very faithful brethren uh, with him. You know, Paul often closed his letters by sending personal greetings from himself and others with him to individuals in the church to whom he wrote. There were always greetings, greetings, so-and-so, greets you, Tychicus greets you, Demas greets you. And we are not only seeing this in Colossians, but also many, many epistles, isn't it? Yeah, especially the ones that Paul had not visited. The churches that Paul had not visited, like like Colossians. Yeah. So he all he he was always surrounded by brethren um, who helped him to preach the gospel of Christ. The names of various believers who helped and encouraged Paul give us an, an outline of Paul's relationship and his widespread ministry. So Paul, as an energetic and well-known as he was, did not operate alone. So many men and women served the Lord by helping Paul in his ministry of spreading the gospel. So do we minister alone? How much better to use others' gifts and ability to help get the job done this was a strength of Paul. He knew the various giftings that the brethren had, and so he used them even to expand um, the kingdom, I mean the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we are gifted in different ways as believers, isn't it? We are gifted in different ways. Because 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10-11 to 11 says, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10 to 11 says this, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Each of us should use whatever gift we have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. The Holy Spirit has given has given us different giftings. And the Bible says that we should use our various giftings to serve one another. Can imagine this brethren who were with Paul? He was in prison. We all agree that when Paul was writing the book of Colossians, he was in prison. Then how comes these brethren were with him? What kind of friendship is this? They were with him. And I know that if you are a friend to a convict, then you are also a convict. Isn't it? Yeah, so these people, they never saw the danger that they were in. But for the sake of the gospel, they were together with the servant uh, to serve him. And That was really beautiful. That was really beautiful. So we should use our giftings to serve one another. The giftings that we have received from the Holy Spirit of God. Now, this evening I will just be able to mention a few brethren that are uh, attached or mentioned in this uh, last part of Colossians and see if we can get any lesson from their relationship with Paul. And we will start from verse seven to nine, chapter four, from verse seven to nine. We are going to meet two brethren here. We are going to meet brother who? Tichikas, we are also going to meet brother Onesimus. So let me read um, from verse 7 to verse 9. Tichikas will tell you all about my activities. He is a beloved brother and a faithful minister and a fellow servant in the Lord. I have sent him to you for this very purpose that you may know how we are and that he may encourage your hearts. And with him is Onesimus, Our faithful and beloved brother, who is one of you, they will tell you of everything that has taken place here. So we meet this brother, Tichikas. Is it the only place where Tichikas is mentioned in the Bible? The Bible scholars. Is it the only place? Is also, uh, is also mentioned in Titus 3 12 and is also mentioned in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 21. Let's look at this Ephesians chapter 6 verse 21. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 21. It says, So that you may also, you may, or you also may know how I am and what I am doing, teach us. The beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord will tell you everything. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are, how we are, and that he may encourage your hearts. Do you see that similarity? It's almost similar to what Paul is um, saying in this letter of Colossians. It's almost the same. Makes me think uh, these letters might have been written almost the same time. Yeah. Now, and also uh, what my brother was saying uh, in Titus chapter 3, verse 12, it is saying, When I send Artemis or Tichikas to you, do your best to come to me at Nicopolis, for I have decided to spend winter there. So several times uh, this brother is mentioned in the Bible. And it, it was all about service. It was all about service. He was sent by this letter of Colossians by the way we, we had known or we had uh, uh, studied that uh, the person who founded the church of Colossians was who? Can we be able to remember? Epaphras. Isn't it? Epaphras. No, Epaphras had earlier been with Paul and so he went back to Colossae. Remember Paul is mentioning Epaphras here as Epaphras, who is one of you? So it seems uh, Epaphras was coming from um, Colossae and Paul sent him with a letter. He is the one who was sent with this letter. Together with who? Onesimus. Remember Epaphras is with Paul after Epaphras had already founded this church, he went to Paul and talked to Paul about how this church had love for God. Mm. And so it made Paul now to write a letter uh, concerning this church. And now this letter was taken to Colossians by who? Um, Our brother Tychicus and also Onesimus. Now, he must have been a very faithful brother, very trustworthy. And that's what the Bible says. What does the Bible say? Um, Tychicus will tell you all about my activities. He is a beloved brother and a faithful minister and a fellow servant in the Lord. That is how Paul described Tichikas. So um, Ba seven Duguyetu yetu mpenzi tukiko mfanyikazi mwaminifu na mtumishi mwenzetu katika kazi ya atawapeni habari zangu zote ndio maana namtuma ili aitangamshie mioyo kwa kuambieni habari zetu Paul trusted this brother to tell the Colossians how they were doing Imagine Paul how God used him He wanted to the church at Colossae to know how he was doing. Can you see the accountability that is here? Paul was accountable to, to, to teach us. And also to the brethren at Colossae. He wanted them to know how they are doing. And it made, it made me felt like if I'm not here with you, brethren, do you know where I am? Do you know where I am? Do I know where brother Dan is if he's not there with us? Do we... Do we care for one another such that we are able to call one another? Are we accountable to someone? Are you accountable to a brother or a sister in the fellowship? Do they know where you are? This is what Paul was telling Colossians um, through Brother uh, Tichikas. He was so faithful that Paul had sent I uh, was able to send him with a letter to take to uh, uh this brethren at Colossae so Tichikas would give the believers news about Paul that Paul did not include in this letter you know he could not actually include everything but they were able to give he was able to give believers at Colossae the news about Paul remember Paul is in prison and maybe people are worried people are worried but then there is this faithful brother who is able to take this message To the church at Colossae Our faithfulness Waminifu wetu Wapendo Katika mambo za kristo Je, tuko waminifu Kwa hii mambo ya kristo Je, kuna tu, Ama kuna rafiki ya naiza Kutoa ushobuda Kukuhusu Kwamba wewe ni mkristo Mwaminifu are you a trustworthy brother or sister in the fellowship? And what also did Tichikas do? Since he was a son of encouragement, Amanda He was sent there to encourage this church at Colosse. Now, Paul is in prison and he's writing this letter and you know actually Paul in many I think uh, cases in the Bible he talked about his prison, his imprisonment actually led to the advancement of the gospel. And I think probably he wanted to tell these brethren through teaching that though he's in chains but the gospel is not, Chain, the gospel was still being preached. In Jili Iliqua I think if one of us is caught in prison or something, he is in prison and then we get news that he is preaching the gospel, we have received a letter from him. We will be happy. We will be happy. And to be able to know that the gospel is actually uh Jili in Jili Naindelea atu ako katika So he went there to encourage their hearts. In our fellowship we need brethren who will be able to encourage us, to tell us to get going, to get moving, to follow Christ. It shall be well in the Lord It's only in Christ that we are able to find peace among the midst of circumstances that we are going through. We need such brethren like teachers in our fellowships. Now, let's go to verse 9. We meet another brother here. He is called Onesimus. Where did we meet this brother? I think there's a book that we had studied in the book of Philemon the book of Philemon. He is coming with Onesimus, the faithful and beloved brother, who is one of you. It seems that Onesimus was coming from Colosse again. He is one of them. They will tell you about everything here. Onesimus was a native of of Colosse. He was a slave who had run away from his master, Philemon. I think when we started this book, that came out very clearly that Onesimus was a, first of all a slave to um, this brother who was well-off, even materially, uh, and he was he I think he was a, an elder in Colosse called Philemon, so he was a slave to Philemon. And then he must have done something and ran away, and then where he went, he met Paul, and then Paul led him to Christ. Paul led him to Christ. He knew Christ through Paul. Now, Paul is sending him back with who? Tichicus. And now, what came out so beautiful to me here was the fact that Paul is now testifying about who? Onesimus. He was a slave, but now he has known Christ. He has known Christ, and Paul is talking about faithful and beloved brother. Who is one of you? Don't you see how the gospel is able to change someone? The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, therefore if anyone is in Christ, Jesus is made a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. If you come to Christ. You are a new creation. Paul is now testifying about Onesimus. Who was a slave? Who I think had done something bad to Philemon and had run away. But he knew the gospel. When you meet Christ, your status changes. You have a new life. And so this is also one of the brothers who partnered with with Paul in ministry onesmas So he's being sent together with the Tichikas to go to Colosse and deliver this letter and probably also this letter that was written to Philemon. I tend to believe so. Yeah. I tend to believe that they this letter of Philemon and Colossians were both delivered by Tichikas and um, Onesmas. We thank God for he is able to save and to save completely. Now, um, let's go to verse 10. Verse ten. Um, in verse 10 to verse 11, we meet three Jewish brothers. Three Jewish brothers. One is, I don't know if you are with me, one is Aristarchus, the other one is Mark, and the other one is. And. <laughs> the other one was Jesus, who was called also Justus. Now, when I saw this word Jesus, then I realized maybe it was a common name among us, the Jews. Jesus. But it is differentiated here as who was also called. Justus. Yeah. So these were the three brothers that we meet here. So Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner greets you and Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, concerning whom you have received instruction. If he comes to you, welcome him. And Jesus, who is called Justice, these are the only men of the circumcision among my fellow workers for the kingdom of God and they have been a comfort to me. Aristako, ambaye yuko kifungoni, pamoja nami, anawasalimuni, hali kadhalika mako, binamu yake naba mekwisha pata maagizo juu yake, akifika kwenu mkaribisheni. Nae, Yoshua, aitwaye Yusto, anawasalimuni. Miongoni mwa walio kuisha pokea imani, how pekeao yao ndiyo wanaofanya kazi pamoja nami kwa ya utawala wa mungu na wamekuwa msaada mkubwa kwangu. Aristarchus, this is not the first time that we are meeting him, by the way. We meet Aristarchus who traveled with Paul to Rome. That is in Acts 27 verse 2. Acts 27 verse 2. Aristarchus traveled with uh, Paul to Rome. Then we also meet him in Acts 19 verse 29 as a brother who had been arrested along with Gaius during the riot at Ephesus. So he was arrested. No wonder Paul is referring to him as my yeah Yeah, So he is also sending his greetings to this church. And then Mark where do we meet Mark? Is it the only place where we meet Mark? We meet Mark on the uh, on um, Paul's first missionary journey, Paul's first missionary journey. That's where we meet Mark, and he is the brother who later wrote the book of Mark. But something that we need to just I just need to mention about this brother Mark. And I know we also have Brother Mark around us, um, among us. <laughs> so sometime, I'm reading from Acts 15, um, 36 to 40. Acts 15, 36 to 40. It says, Sometime later, Paul said to Barnabas, Let us go back and visit the brothers in all the towns where we preached the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. Barnabas wanted to take John, also called Mark, with them, but Paul did not think it was it is wise to take him because he had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not continued with them in the work. They had such a sharp disagreement that they parted company. Mm-hmm. Barnabas took Mark and sailed for Cyprus, but Paul chose Silas and left, commended by the brothers to the grace of the Lord. He went through Syria and Sicilia, strengthening the churches. Can you see this brother caused a very sharp argument, mm. <laughs> a very sharp disagreement between Paul and who? Barnabas. Barnabas was the son of encouragement, by the way. And so, this Mark must have uh, gone with Paul in his first missionary journey, and he did not accompany he did not finish that journey together with Paul. He went back. And I think Paul, being a human being, was really annoyed by this. So then, Paul later talked to Barnabas and said, let us go back and visit the brothers in towns where we preached. And so Barnabas wanted to take this mark, who had not completed the the first missionary journey with Paul. And so Paul refused. But Barnabas is insisting, let us go with our brother, Mark. So it was a sharp... Disagreement. Have we ever had a disagreement between you and your brother who is born again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it would be so wrong just to assume, or uh, that that people people who are born again never get into disagreement. It's there, because we are human beings, isn't it? We have feelings. We have emotional uh, breakdown. We break down at, 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 at times. Yeah, You can see a brother who is seriously born again, but when he's annoyed. Hmm? <laughs> yeah. So uh, this brother Mark brought such um, a disagreement between Paul and Barnabas. But then later, what are we seeing? Paul is actually telling Colossians that please welcome who? Mark. Can you see there was a reconciliation here? But then, we as brothers, if we get to disagree between a sister or a brother, even in relationships, I served in the Christian Union at Egerton University, and I saw brethren um, uh, the relationship of various brethren breaking and brothers you know, and sisters not talking with one another uh, but they are in the same fellowship isn't it? It's it's just normal, I mean but after you have had disagreement do you remain that way? Mm-hmm. By the way, for maybe Patrick and for myself and my brother Mark those oh Mama But now again <laughs> uh, do we talk? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Or maybe that person was born again, was born-again Christian. Do we do we still talk? Yeah, and maybe those people who are dating, I'm not a prophet of doom. It may break, maybe if it's not the will of God, but are you going to be angry with that sister forever or that brother forever? And you are in the same gospel. I know it's something not very pleasant to the ears. Um, but the will of God is always the person's. My prayer that your relationships Uh, may may go on to the glory of God. But there is reconciliation, brethren. And so Paul is telling um, uh, Colossians to welcome who? Mark. They had had a sharp disagreement. He was angry about him, but he was supposed to be welcomed. And that makes me think even in our fellowships, are we welcoming? Are we welcoming in our fellowships? I I pray that God may help us to always receive brethren receive brethren in our fellowships Um, now something striking about these three brothers they were who what was their ethnic group they were Jews isn't it but they served who Paul remember Paul was also a Jew isn't it they were of great encouragement to Paul, great comfort to Paul. But the fact that they were great comfort to Paul, who was called to minister to the who, Gentiles. Do you know the, angry, the enmity that was there between the Jews and the Gentiles? It was so bad. It was so bad that enmity was there. They could not agree, the Jews and the Gentiles the Jews looked down upon the Gentiles. But here we have these three faithful brothers who are being mentioned. They served Paul. I am so sure that they had relationship with these Gentiles. That brings the beauty of the gospel that we preach. It's across boundaries, the gospel that we preach. It's across boundaries. Paul had really looked down upon the Gentiles before his conversion. But what happened after that? He is the one that was given mandate to preach the gospel to the gentiles, and then we have these three brothers. Are we able to serve God beyond our political affiliations? About beyond our tribes? I said this last time. he election in Akuja. What happened? party we took a The gospel breaks the boundaries. In Christ, we are the same. We are equal. Praise the Lord. I pray that such will not be found amongst us. We are born again. We are born again. And are there people today that you consider as outcasts? That is incorrect. Don't consider anyone as an outcast. The Bible, I mean, the grace of God has brought us together. We are a family. We share a common eternity. You, brethren, we will be in heaven together. We share a common eternity. That should also break the boundaries of I, I'm not going to marry from this particular tribe. And, I mean, we are born again, we belong to um, the same community of the gospel. <laughs> Can see my brother smiling there. <laughs> <laughs> the idea, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is what the gospel is able to do. Um, let's let's look um move to chapter four, verse twelve. I mean, from verse twelve to thirteen, we meet another brother here. Verse 12 to 13, we meet another brother. This brother is called a Epaphras. So verse 12 says, Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ Jesus, greets you, always struggling on your behalf in prayer. In his prayers, that you may stand mature and fully assured in all the will of God. For I bear him witness that he has worked hard for you, and for those in Laodicea and Hierapolis. So Epaphras, we've already said, must have he is the one who founded this church. God used him um, to, to, to uh, preach to this church at Colosse, and I tend also to believe that because he is laboring in prayers for Laodicea and also here he must have had um, a responsibility of taking care of these churches. He must have preached to these churches, the church at Laodicea and Hierapolis. So Epaphras, we are told, is the one um, that talked to Paul about this, reported to Paul about the church at Colosse, and Paul was joyous and wrote now to this church. Now there's something striking about Epaphras. What is it? Something striking about Epaphras? <clears throat> Do we still have people called prayer warriors? (laughs) Yeah, I tend to believe we are prayer warriors. I mean, if you do it in the right way. If you're always laboring and wrestling and praying for others. Intercessor. He was a great intercessor here. He used to pray. He used to pray. He labored. He wrestled. The same way Paul was wrestling to to uh, that the word of god may be preached among the gentiles epaphras was wrestling in prayer in prayer he was praying for this church that they may stand mature and fully assured in all the will of god in your prayer do brethren do we can we hear the names of brethren in your prayer do you pray for them yeah, I was I was challenged. You know, whenever in a group, someone posts there, I'm so sick. Uh, please pray with me. We, we all say my prayers with you. We shall pray. We shall. Pray. But do we pray? Do we pray? Are we found to pray? So this brother prayed. He prayed. So, your prayers count, dear brethren. Don't ignore the Christian's unique invitation to address the heart of the Almighty God to pray for others. Pray often. Pray with passion. Mungu and Ajibu Mahomi. Usi womba. kila wakati. And it's not a one-time thing. You know, someone wrestling, it's not a one-time thing we continuously pray don't have to shout but god knows what is in our hearts we pray seek his face he's there and he's listening to our prayers verse 14 we are closing uh, we are almost finishing verse 14 we meet another brother this is luke the physician so what does the Bible say? Uh, in verse 14, Say, Luca, Dr. Wetumpenzi, Nadema, Wanawasalimuni. Luca, Dr. Wetumpenzi, Nadema, Wanawasalimuni. So, he, he was a physician. You see now how he used his whatever ability that he had to serve Paul. Do you think Paul needed the assistance of a doctor? In many ways, because he was chastened. He needed a brother like Luke to be with him. And actually the brother was with him. Luke had spent much time with Paul. He had accomplished, accompanied Paul on most of the third missionary journey. He also remained beside Paul through his imprisonment, as well as Paul's final imprisonment that we find in Second uh, uh, Timothy 4:11. These brethren were there to serve. Don't we see how our profession—we can use our profession to serve the body of Christ? Yeah, we have our brother here who is a doctor. It's not only him. We have we may have a sister here who works somewhere. You may have a brother who I'm a teacher by profession, but do we use this to serve the body, the body of Christ? Our brother there is an economist. <laughs> 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 How do we use econ- e- e- economic to serve the body of Christ? In matters of money, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, we should be able to use uh, whatever abilities that we have to serve uh, brothers. As we go to verse 15 to verse 18, um, I'll just be able to mention uh, some things here. From verse 15 to verse 18, it says, Give my greetings to the brothers at Laodicea and to Nympha and to Nympha and the church in her house. We can see Nympha seems to be a woman. Because the Bible says, and the church in her house seems she used to welcome brethren in her house for a fellowship. They used to meet there. It's beautiful. I mean to always gather together in our brother or our sister's house, just to encourage one another. I guess those times there were there were no the physical, like in a place like this have to meet or a church, but they used to meet in houses. What does this one teach us? It teaches us to be welcoming. Be welcoming. Let us welcome brethren in our homes. It is to the glory of God. And verse 16, and when this letter has been read among you, have it also read in the church of the Laudations, And see that you also read the letter from Laodicea and say to Archippus, see that you fulfil the ministry that you have received in the Lord. I, Paul, write this greeting with my own hand. Remember my chains. Grace be with you. And Paul is encouraging um, the, uh, the church at Colossae that this letter, has to be read amongst them, and have it also read in the church of Laodiceans. We can see the art of always wanting to share with our brothers. A letter from Paul has been read in Colossae, and he's also encouraging that it should be read in other churches. The gospel has to expand. And also the church, there is also a letter that was written. We know there were letters, several letters that were written to Paul. I don't think all of them were documented. Several letters. But theologians may uh, suggest that this letter that was written to Laudations maybe was was, uh, the letter of Ephesians. Then this letter was also supposed to to be read in Colossae. And something there in verse 17, and say to Archippus, see that you fulfill the ministry that you have received in the Lord. We all have a ministry that we have. We all serve God in our various capacities. This Archippus, I think is also mentioned in Philemon, uh, um, the book of Philemon, I I think so. He's also mentioned there. And uh, again, Bible scholars talk about maybe he was one of the elders in Colosse that was taking care of this church when Epaphras was away. We may not know, but he is being encouraged that he fulfills the ministry. Those of us who have been called in various ways, some of you have the call to be shepherds, some of you have the call to always minister to saints, the call of service. Do it and show sure that you fulfill the ministry that God has entrusted in your hands. I, Paul, write this greeting with my own hand, remember my chains. He prayed that this church may pray for him, even as he was in um, slavery, I mean in prison. Dear brethren, don't we see how it's always beautiful to stay together in unity as the body of Christ we need one another no one should say that I don't need you there's no way a hand can say to the mouth I don't need you how will you eat there's no way the hand can say to the head I don't need you how will the body walk we need one another we need one another in the service on all this way to heaven we need one another May the Lord bless His Word and thank you very much.